Welcome back to Harmony Beats Balance. I am Dana Mahina with an honored guest today. She's going to talk to you all about being a tutu, a queen of aloha spirit, and also beyond spiritual. She does tarot readings and spiritual awakenings and healings and ceremonies. And I'm honored to have also seen her perform a little bit of impromptu hula here on Kauai. Welcome, Kaheya. Aloha and um, aloha no kako and good morning, uh, Dana Mahina. Nice to um, be in your space this morning. And I'd like to thank the um, About Harmony Beats Balance team as well. That's so kind. Team, shout out for you. You don't get those very often. This is a great way to explain how Kahea came into our world recently. We are so honored. And what we've learned about you is that you are truly a special human being living a very spiritual life. So tell us a little bit about your journey and the trade-offs that you're facing during this very difficult time that humans are going through. Okay, well, I, um, I was born into a Hawaiian family that uh, practices hula and shamanism, which is kahuna. And I, I was reared um, as a very young child owning my gifts. And it, it was a struggle as I was growing up because I didn't fit in the cookie cut type of <laughs> children growing up. And I was always by myself and kind of like removed from everyone. But I do, I did play with everyone and uh, grew up that way, uh, got through the schools. Uh, and then I got into my creative side, <laughs> which is uh, dancing the hula. So the hula was a beginning, a catalyst for me to move me stronger into my kahuna um, teachings. And I'm a life learner. I, I've learned from many, many elders, um, the elders in my family, elders in the community. And I was very open to learning different modalities. Anything that was coming through, I would just keep what resonated with me and let go um, what didn't serve me. But I remembered what was taught to me. So in the event, a client would come with a situation, I, I was able to um, uh, navigate them. I hope I so it. here's a question for you. When it comes to the things that serve you, you keep, and the things that don't, you sort of let go of, that's a beautiful, harmonious way of making a trade-off. Would you give an example so our listeners will learn from you and not feel so alone? I repeat that question again. I could barely hear you. Sure. Will you share a story where you made a conscious decision to let something go because it didn't serve you? I pretty much take everybody. But once in a while, I'll have a um, message from my guides that say, you're not the one to help. So at that time, I will look into my little black book of others and see how and if they're available and I try to connect them. I'm part of the Kauai Alliance of Holistic Practitioners here on the island. And it's just a free directory. Um, anyone would like to come aboard and share their modalities, everyone is welcome. So what's really nice about this is that when you work with someone like Kahea, you are opening yourself up to being beyond your human self in a box. So when it comes to getting out of the box, 
what is the one thing you want people listening to this show, whether it's on Kauai or Oahu or on the mainland, we have some listeners actually in other parts of the world. What do you want them to know about getting out of the box? So what do you mean by getting out of the box? So not being so human all the time, tuning into spirit and the other available realms that they have looking out for them, whether it's guides, guidance, in my world, it's coaching and other people's world, worlds, it's deities. Like what do they do to free themselves? Well, first of all, I would ask them to, um, go into meditation and to connect with their ancestors. Um, generally, when I do a reading or um, some type of consultation, spiritual consultation, I look at the person, but I look beyond them and see who shows up and who wants to come through. So uh, most of the time, everyone has their ancestors, whether it's maternal or paternal, behind them, supporting them. Uh, all they have to do is ask. Most of the time, you will get your answer. And if you don't, you need to spend more time in meditation, a quiet space, a sacred space could be in your bedroom, um, just a quiet space so that you can go into the ha breathing because that's very influential is the ha breathing. By the time the third ha breath happens, you, you start to connect with the energy. And that's how I connect with people around the globe is by asking them to breathe. So not everyone's um, knowing of that, but I ask that because it works for me. By the third breath, I'm connected into their energy and I can feel um, like empathic types of feelings that I would know generally what's going on with the person. And at that time, I would say, yes, I can help you or no, I can't help you or will it, let's just try this out and see how far we go. But generally they need to connect with their ancestors to find out what they're truly meant to be. You know, uh, we may have wants and needs and um, likes and interests, and that's all wonderful, but we were put here uh, for a certain reason. And that's the reason that I help the clients, I navigate them towards that area. And what happens is they consciously make a choice for themselves. If not, the spirit will, you know, universe will put something in front of them for them to see, feel, you know, all those senses um, so that they own it. They will know it's for them and no one else around them. They will be the only one to see, feel, or touch, taste, smell. They will be the only one. And that's when you know it's a message for yourself. And then you sit and go into hot breathing and then ask, well, how, how does this message um, work for me? Is it a, a sit still or is it a take an action or is it, you know, um, collaborate with someone else in the collective? Well, speaking of collaboration, we're so happy that you're sharing your wisdom and your truth. Not everyone knows what ha breathing is, and there are variations of it in different cultures and different environments and in the Hawaiian world, it's so vital. Will you explain it to our non-Hawaiian listeners, please? All right, I would love to. And I appreciate all the listeners out there. Um, you would breathe in through your nostrils, a very deep breath as, as much as you can consume. You hold it for three seconds when the chest gets tight and then you exhale 
everything out, like nothing in the, the corners of your lungs. You have to get everything out. And then you breathe again. And while you're doing this, you're clearing your mind of any um, negative thoughts, feelings, you cl just clearing all of that out, releasing the day or the situations before the ha breathing. So that goes for three times. And on the third, everything opens up where clarity comes in, um, nuances happen, like little affirmations that, that show itself to you. Then you know you can proceed, but that's just to clear the mind and clear the negative energy. And then you start to build and then you breathe, you keep breathing, but you're building energy at that point. So we release and then we build. So we let all of that out. And then by the fourth, fifth, sixth, time you're breathing you're already in the zone and you're ready to accept messages from beyond so when a person is struggling to relax meditate they are struggling to connect with another human being would the ha breathing technique be helpful in all of those situations ha breathing um, can be done you can you can educate your body, your spirit. You can educate it with a one word. Sometimes you don't have time. You know, you're, um, there's something that's right in front of you immediately. So what you do on the quiet time is say, you know, source, God, universe, whoever you believe in, you say, please, I want to use this one word and I'll lift this word up above my head. And I said, when I say this word, it's like, we're going to just proxy it all, all, all one time. It's going to happen immediately because there's times we just don't have time. So we need to act accordingly. But if you do the work at home or in your sacred space, you can charge that word, that thought, or, you know, you can even charge the breath. You can you do short. That's it. And then you're connected. This is magical. <laughs> this is like the most incredible how-to in the most simplest way that everyone can understand. So I want our dear listeners to take a few seconds now. I want you to listen to the beautiful Hawaiian music we're going to play. And I want you to actually discover your ha and pick your word. Listen to what Kahea is telling you. Her name means actually call. So she has this gift. It's in her namesake. It's in her lineage. It's in her ancestry to teach you what the calling is to come back to yourself. So we're going to take a second to do that now. Practice your three ha breaths and make your word and pick one wisely so it's charged to her point.
Well, we can't wait for the listeners to direct message us if they'd like to share their word and how their ha activation is working. That was such practical advice. We love it. Let's change gears in the time we have. I'd love to understand how you chose to start Tutu's Tarot. And also for our non-Hawaiian listeners, I know what it is. What is Tutu? (laughs) Yes, Tutu in the Hawaiian language is grandparent. So Tutukane is grandpa and Tutuwahine is grandma. Okay, Tutu Wahine, and how did you decide to start your business? Okay, so um, to start the business, prior to starting Tutu's Tarot, I've been teaching hula for over 35 years. So as soon as I got out of high school, I've been working as a hula teacher. I have worked in the spiritual dance of hula. And that has taken me to um, consultations with my students, their parents, um, their siblings. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of dynamics that happen that way. So that's what kind of moved me forward to to, Tutu's Tarot. Now, my kahuna, um, who taught me since 2001, um, he explained to me the old ways. And the old ways are blended with the new ways when Tutu's Tarot showed up. It's because I needed to get some type of illustrations. And you know, some people work better with illustrations and that's, they learn better that way. Um, Then you're just, you know, uh, giving a lecture. So what had happened was I I opened up the tarot cards, the oracle decks and, and things that resonated with me, which was the Hawaiian mana deck. That's the first thing that I opened because it was, it coincides with hula. So I knew like who the hula goddess was and who um, Pele was and who's Pele's, um, Pele's um, siblings and Haumea who's the mother. So that's how I kind of got go- going. And I said, you know what, if I have an illustration, I can definitely help the clients better that way, the counseling. Because counseling will go so far, but if you put it in illustration, that really, it, it sets in the mind of the client they take that home with them, they remember it, and then they start to do the work. That The whole important thing about Tutu's Tarot is I share, they grab what they need, they go home to their sacred space and they do the work. It, it's not for me to do the work for them, it's for me to help guide them in, in this earthly plane. And um, Tutu is parent and Tarot, T-A-R-O, is Kalo. It's the ancestor of the Hawaiian people. And Kalo is a starchy plant with beautiful leaves, um, a root, and you know, it has various um, uh, facets of this plant that connects us to Ohana. And Ohana is family. And family is not necessarily just DNA. It is our connections that we have with all the people that we meet up with, cross paths with, just, you know, any situation, person, place, or thing. But that was why I put taro in there. Now, the Hawaiian family that took me under their wing, this is not my mater- uh, my, my mother and father biological. This is the Hanai. Hanai is adopted. And it's a choice that these parents take you in. Now, they were the ones that helped me with my gifts. Good thing. (laughs) Good thing. So they helped me with my gifts. And I wanted to pay homage to them. 
Now they were farmers on Maui Island of Taro, of Kalo. So that's where I got that word, those names all together. And I, I prayed on it. I said, you know what, this feels good. Um, my ancestors like it, you know, it's connecting them with those on the earthly plane. And that's truly what we need is that connection because they generally support us. So what happened was COVID-19 happened, okay, the pandemic. I lost my job, my regular secular job. We couldn't do hula because we couldn't get together. Hula on Zoom is not much fun. Um, the whole point of being together is to lift each other up in spirituality and also in the dance. Uh, so those things were on my mind and I said, hey, you know, I have another ability. Why don't I share that with others? You know, I, I didn't put it into a business. I always did it with the hula. So it was blended. So now I said, okay, now I'm going to separate and do Tutu's Tarot spiritual readings. And now I can do it on Zoom. On my, my website, we'll have all the platforms, uh, social media <clears throat> that you can um, get onto. Um, I do this full time and I'm sure I could make a... A, a diligent effort to put you into my schedule within 24 hours. That is beautiful. And we always ask our guests to promote their business. This is a place of harmony and we're lifting each other up. So how would they reach you? Give us your website, your social, tell us how our guests might reach you. All right. So I have a, a tutustarot.com. I also have Aloha dash tarot t-a-r-o-t dot org um, and at the landing page you'll find all of the uh, social media platforms i have instagram youtube i have i'm a youtuber as well you can find um, monthly uh, readings there for your sign if it resonates with you Great. We're so excited to meet you and hear you and learn from you. We also got a bit of a Hawaiian lesson today, not just culturally, but even language. You use the word mana. My interpretation is it's spirit. It, it's more than that, isn't it? You know, every word in the Hawaiian dictionary has kauna, which is hidden meanings to many different words. So we have to be mindful of our thoughts, our speech, and our actions. But mana means power. Mana also means energy. Many, many other um, facets to mana. If you haven't felt the mana in listening to the beautiful Kahea today, tune out now. Otherwise, please keep tuning in reach out for her. I assure you, you'll be glad that you did. Work on your ha, ground yourself, connect with your word so you can be charged as needed to decompress. This has been a journey for all of us. And even though we've all been in different boats, we're all in the same storm. And the pandemia, as I call it, does continue in many ways and affect all of our lives. The beauty is we are collaborating. We are becoming Ohana extended family. And for that, we are grateful, grateful, grateful to the lovely, inspirational, and very gifted, very gifted Kaheya. Kaheya, anything you want, you get the last word, you get a, a quote or a, a saying, or you could just share 
a blessing, whatever you feel. I would like to um, do a little blessing. And it's in Hawaiian and it's a, it's a offering of a lei vocally. So I'm like, I'm putting a lei upon you. So here we go. If our listeners could see my tears, tears of joy and gratitude, we thank you. Mahalo. Sometimes we have guests on our show, Harmony Beats Balance and Subtle Smarter Podcast, where Instagram questions come in right after. And we have two for today for the post show featuring Kahea and all her incredible integration points that she shared with our audiences. So the first question comes from Kiona. I hope I pronounced that name correctly. Kiona had a question around bravery, and this is really important. It comes up a lot, especially with people who are trying to break free, do their own thing, be entrepreneurial, spiritual, emotional, physical, mental, all at the same time. Not an easy task. And so Kahea did such a good job of illustrifying for us. That's probably a made up word, (laughs) being illustrative. In other words, illustrating for us what it's like to paint that picture and then live your life inside of that picture. And hers included hula, tarot readings, using her spiritual practices all the way back generationally to great, great, great grandparents that passed it down through the lineage she did a chant and a blessing. She talked a lot about some of the struggles that she's had in sharing her gifts. And so bravery has a lot to do with saying yes, saying yes to what's right for you, saying yes to what's right for you right now, and saying yes to you and yourself and what's right for you right now while also most likely, and we talk about this on many different shows, I blog about it, I post, and you can DM me on Instagram in particular on this topic about saying no. When you say no, you make room for yes. There's only so much time in a day. There are so many minutes in an hour, and no matter what, you aren't able to buy more. It's not for sale. Time is not for sale. Most people say time is actually free. I don't agree with that. And Kaheya was really trying to get the listeners in this episode to come outside of the normal constraint that is the box in which most of us live in. Because the box wasn't most likely created by you. It was created by your parents or your friends or your society or your community or the government or religion, it isn't even your box. So for a moment, what I wanna do right now, and then I wanna take the other question, is help you be brave. So I want you to, in your imagination, illustrate, be illustrative, illustrate, go get a box in your mind. Some of you will pick 
I don't know, a purple box. Some of you will pick a blue box. Some of you will pick a box that's made of earth colored paper. Some of you will pick a box that's square, rectangle. Some of you will pick a heart shaped box. It's your box. The reason it's a box is because you need to be able to close it. And what I want you to do is take your box and take the lid. If it's tied down or there's a ribbon around it or it's taped shut, I want you to open that box. Any shape, any color, anything that you want, be creative, open it. Open it all the way up and look inside. Are you in there? Be brave. Find yourself inside that box. And then define for yourself, is this the box you want to actually live in? Does your box shape needs to need to change? Does the box need to bring others in sometimes and then boot them out other times because you need to be alone in your box? Does the box contain your innermost thoughts that aren't for other people unless they are in your innermost circle? What goes in the box and what comes out of the box? And is the box permeable? In other words, are things able to flow in and out of the box or is it shut real tight? So your box is as you desire. Be brave. Put things inside the box. Take things outside of the box, including yourself, others, and all of the things you need to support your quest, your dream, your vision of being your highest possible self fully integrated across your family, your friends, in your own career, with your own well-being and inside your community. That's what Kaheya is doing. And she inspired us all. Okay. With the time remaining, I have to go quickly here. Uh, Sheena had a question about ways to integrate spiritual practices. And this is a good question. Uh, Sheena is an entrepreneur And like many young entrepreneurs, it's really hard to make time for a spiritual practice when you're trying to hustle and put, you know, food on the table for your young family. So here's what I'm going to tell you. It doesn't take that long. There is no prescription. It isn't the mandatory five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, daily hour. It's none of that. That's all baloney. And so instead, what I want you to do is find what works for you. Similar to to Kiona's question, you have to be brave and tell yourself the truth in order to live a fully integrated holistic life. And if you know for a fact you need a spiritual practice, most of us do, never met a perfect human, then whatever that practice is for you is good enough. You accept it, you embrace it, and you do it. And you do it every day, even if it's five seconds a day. Get your rituals going. DM us. We want to know what's working for you, what's not working for you, and let others communicate with you as well as to what works for them. We all are smart. We can always be smarter, and we must learn from each other. Aloha. (laughs) 